Amen. Father, we thank you, we give you praise, we honor you, and we glorify you in this place. Lord, we raise a hallelujah to you today. Not for just who you are, but for the things that you've done and how you've protected us and how you've kept us throughout this life. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your peace, your joy, your love, and your care. We give you glory in this place right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Good morning, church. As I come to you this morning, I come a little heavy-hearted. But nevertheless, we come. We come together and we raise a hallelujah in the presence of our enemies. When we raise that hallelujah, we give God our best. We give God the best vocal praise that we can. In this season, I believe that we're in such a great day that God is expecting us to worship him even more than we are worshiping our circumstances. So today as we come together, I want to speak to you on the, I guess the topic of our raise a hallelujah. You know, the same God we praised before COVID-19, he's the same God that's still sitting on his throne in heaven right now. And I believe our faith in God right now in this season is truly what's going to pull us through. We're in a time right now where we need strength right now. And we need our faith to rise up above our circumstances, above our conditions. Psalms 28 and 7 says, The Lord is my strength and my shield. I believe that he's been our strength before the riots. He's been our strength before the outrage of watching our brothers die in the street calling for his mother. Even yet, my heart trusts in him. Do you trust him this morning? Because there's times when I'm quiet. And there's times in my heart where I may not speak anything, but I still trust him. I think back long before my experience of racism in Tennessee. I trust him back when I was denied the use of a bathroom because of my skin color. See, I know it was God that gave me the strength to walk out when my enemies denied service. And I know that he helps me from day to day, even when those that you thought was your friends come against you, he'll help you. The Bible goes on to say, my heart leaps for joy still and with my song, I 
I praise Him. Praise Him. Praise your way through this. The Bible says the Lord is the strength of His people, a fortress of salvation for His anointed one. Maybe you need to look at yourself today and say, I'm anointed for this. I was up and I was reading Ephesians 6 and 12. And it says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. The word has told us this. But it seems like our fight is with flesh. And it's the flesh of the unrighteousness that's spilling our blood. I ask you, does that make sense? But our fight is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, which is speaking of rulers that carry authority, church. When we have been given authority, we must come in that authority that's given us in the right way. The Bible speaks that we are not the final judge nor of the jury and we don't give life neither do we have the authority to take life. Ecclesiastes 3 and 17 says to myself God will bring into judgment both the righteous and the wicked. For there will be a time for every activity a time to judge every deed. We're in that season. We're in a season where it seems justice is not for those that are of African descent. We come against the rulers of darkness of this world. Now I'm not saying everyone that you meet is bad. Just as everyone that you meet is not good. Church, we are definitely dealing with and we're coming against spiritual wickedness in high places. But let me say this. Many see this word as a form of cosmic battles and activities. There are principalities. But before I talk about this, let me say that the cross of Jesus Christ has disarmed such authorities. That's enough to give God praise right there. See, the cross It destroyed the effectiveness. It destroyed the powers of the law. What I'm saying is it also destroyed what held us, what bound us. See, it's rulers, uh, authorities that were set over us to make us fail. I thank God that we have good rulers today. Good leaders that care for our souls. As well, we have also bad rulers. The Bible says, for he himself is our peace. Jesus, the Lord, God, Christ, our Savior, our Redeemer. Not the mayor, not the president. Good and bad will exist. Christ is our peace who has made the two groups (laughs) and he's destroyed the barrier 
and he's destroying the dividing wall of hostility by setting aside in his flesh the law which is commands and regulates Ephesians 2 and 14 when we read about this his purpose was to create in himself one new humanity making peace and in one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross by which he put to death hostility the purpose is to make humanity a new creation and it was the cross where we are all made new creations see some of these people that we're dealing with they've never come and submitted to the cross let me say this today that it's not your faith that made you a new Christian it is the cross of Jesus Christ there's no way a man can have hate in his heart there's no way I can kill my brother and claim to know Jesus you have to understand going to church don't make you saved neither does carrying the Bible this week I had a conversation with some people that didn't see things the way that I saw them you know those people that see bad is good right now those that see wrong is right right now those people that see wrong that see the moral living but they call it good those types of people see uh, uh, they see open morality but willing to turn their eyes and call wrong right and right wrong Out of nine of those people I was talking to, most of them on Sundays, they were either out on a boat fishing. Huh. On Sunday morning, sitting in a recliner somewhere trying to get a tan. Hating you because you spend too much time in church and you think you're better than them but they don't like you because of your skin color. They don't care for you, but they believe in the same God that you have a relationship with. It was sad when I asked them, do you have a home church? None of them could tell me a name. But at that time, I was the hypocrite because I said this. The man that's holding the Bible in front of that church doesn't even know how to hold it. Because it was a photo opportunity. What is this supposed to say about him all of a sudden because he's holding a Bible? See, that irritated them. More or less, it irritated that spirit that were blocking their eyes and blocking their ears but I in my years of ministry can understand I can hold a Bible all day long and still not know who the author and finisher of my faith is I'm so glad that even in the worst of times that that he's God he's my Abba, he's my father he's my healer, he's my deliverer, he's my strength when I'm weak, he's my joy when there is no peace 
He's my hallelujah in the presence of my enemies. Not because I can hold a Bible, but because I have a relationship with my daddy. I'm totally convinced that there will never be any peace unto God is sitting at the conference table. You see, only love can conquer hate. War and rioting and killing is not the answer. So if you want your voice to be heard, let it ring out through your vote. Let it ring out through your going to the polls on Tuesday, June the 9th. We know with their unity, their strength. God says that he will keep them in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on him because they trust him. Do you trust him today? I trust John 15, 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. I just want to add to that that we are not anything without him. Keep us, Lord, in perfect peace. As we keep our minds stayed on you because we trust you. I pray today that God will keep us, that he will continue to protect us. In Jesus' name, keep your mind stayed on him. Raise a hallelujah in Jesus' name today.
so Lord Jesus following your example and command we pray for our enemies today we ask first that you would saturate our lives with the Holy Spirit power and the Holy Spirit's might Father send your love flowing through us and forgive us for holding on to anything that can hinder our prayers even right now Lord we release any unforgiveness any thoughts of revenge or hateful emotions that can quench your spirit in our hearts Father we ask that you give us wisdom as we seek how to bless as we seek how to love and as we seek how to pray for our enemies we pray we pray for you to bless our enemies and the orchestrate events in our lives that will leave their hearts exposed before you. And as you characterize blessings in the Beatitudes, we pray that you would give them a poverty of spirit that recognize their deep need for you. We pray they will discover your comfort in times of mourning and they will be humbled before you in a way and in your time. We pray you will show them mercy before it's too late. Show them mercy, Lord, before it's too late. Knowing we are all God's enemies before you, extend mercy to us so that and they would in turn be merciful to others. Lord, we pray that instead of lusting for pure evil, they will hunger and thirst for your purity and righteousness. Worthy is the Lamb. Knowing sometimes that you use pain and difficulty to bring blessings to our lives. We pray the same for our enemies. Use whatever needs, whatever means you need to soften stony hearts, open blind eyes, and help them realize their ultimate needness for you. If necessary, if necessary Lord, allow persecution in their own lives so they can exercise your blessing. Speak to their hearts, Lord. Give us patience and a deep trust in you even when we can't see any change in our enemies. When we waver not wanting to pray for our enemies, help us to remember your grace in our own lives and what we would be without you. We worship you, Lord Jesus. The Bible tells us in Isaiah 55 and 6, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. He is near today. God bless you.